0: The following show features episodic breakdowns of jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times.
1: Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass.
2: Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single
1: episode of Jackass.
0: We're three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones.
1: And today we're back with the w- 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 wild boy.
0: Hey, well done, Chris! <laughs> yeah, bringing yeah. the energy. This is the earliest I oh, think yeah, you've I ever been it. awake to record, Chris. And it and, is. and also the most energetic you've been in the intro. So maybe, maybe you know what, Chris? You know what you're telling us? All recordings need to be early morning recordings. AJ, I think I think we just established this, I think right?
1: That's what he's telling us. Yeah, sounds about well, right. This episode came out on May second, two thousand four. Okay,
0: steamrolling past that. All right. No, it's kind <laughs> we'll of a, a segue. A it's, it's kind of you a segue it. into my fact. He, you know. Uh, okay. okay. okay.
1: Because I was, I was say, so
2: he, went, he went to bed early last night, Mikey. I did so, what t- two a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, you Chris logs night, in. He's
0: so. like, yeah, we're like, how you doing, Chris? Uh, he's because like, he never wants to do that early morning recordings. He's like, no, you know what? I'm okay. I, I I'm tired, but like I went to bed super early, and I'm like, Chris, I had you sent me reels on Instagram at <laughs> two in the morning last night. That's not. He's like, yeah, that's early. I'm like, you're a maniac. You're an absolute maniac. <laughs>
1: Well, I am pretty right. tired as, right. as much as I'm hiding it. So I, I, I just brought a, like, a light fact today because like, okay. I didn't want to like, you know, get myself too jacked up first thing in the morning. Okay. Um, so this episode came out May 2nd, 2004. This okay. is season two, episode two. And this was the day that the Yelwa massacre-, massacre concluded. It began on February 2004 when armed Muslims killed 78 Christians at Yelwa. And in response, about 630 Muslims were killed by Christians on May 2nd, Wow. ending the massacre. Ending the mess. So that just, that stopped it.
0: The Christians struck back and then that was it.
1: Usually we don't get that last word in these current times. You know what I mean? Like, it's usually the other way around. Wait, 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 wait.
0: What are you talking about? Explain your thinking here. I don't even know if I want to get into this, actually. <laughs> I, don't I feel I like we're treading into some very dangerous territory.
2: Yeah, don't read too much into a light fact. Mikey. This fact was light. to yeah. like yeah, the fuck, yeah, I had on my bagel Chris? this morning.
0: Yeah, yeah. this is fact. a light tired, fact. You know? There are over a thousand deaths <laughs> before we get started talking about wild boys. Holy moly. Well, I'm a wild boy. What can I say? Yeah, you are. You are a wild <laughs> boy. The wild is the wild boys. Holy <laughs> shit uh i guess we'll move past it uh i got you know jay uh chris jay and i were kind of talking in the green room before we hit record before you showed up and uh uh we're we were feeling pretty good about this episode this was like peak this this there are a lot of elements of this episode i think that that represent what i love about wild boys uh and i laughed out loud a couple times are you are you in the same boat chris did you did you like this one
1: i like every single episode okay fair fair like i'm just i i I am all about this show so Mm um It's oddly enough you say that like this one to me wasn't the wasn't one that like popped out specifically sure. But, See uh, that's
0: that's funny. That's why I bring it up because sometimes that happens, eh? Where like one of us will really like an episode and the other ones are just like, no, there was nothing special to it. But there's something. I guess it's like the things I like most about Wild Boys are kind of on display in this in a lot of ways. But there are also a couple misses, and and it, it got me thinking about some of the the ratios of hits and misses in Wild Boys episodes, which uh, which we'll get through as we get to some of the stunts that I think may not have landed as well as they could have. No, no, don't Please. be neutral. Don't be neutral. <laughs> I Fuck have that. To you really liked it. Just say that you really
2: liked it. That's Let it. some people down. Take a side, Mikey. There was Stop nothing wrong with this episode. It was
0: fucking there was perfect. There was nothing wrong. It was it. perfect. I, I couldn't think of a single flaw.
2: Yeah, dude, come on. I almost like pissed myself laughing at certain parts. This. And yeah. this was great. This was, great and that's weird for me because I'm the poo guy. So you, yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. You know something's up. Listen, Amazon River Basin is where we're going this time. I'm excited. I fucking love a good rainforest, guys. I don't know about you. I
0: love a good humid, rainforest
2: humid. too. It's hot. It's hot. What?
0: Uh, no i just i this this was a weird this this intro reminded me yeah. a little bit of uh, uh and by the way we should give a shout out i don't think we've ever mentioned his name but jacob witkin is the narrator of wild boys uh and ah. you know just, I, I don't know that he's done much else but we talk about him all the time we should we should give his his name a little shout out um yeah but this <laughs> did you notice the fun fact that he gives because he gives a fun fact at the beginning of every episode he's like our our local i'm about that yeah. idea I, I know right but this <laughs> time he just says Brazil contains a staggering amount of plant and animal life that's not found anywhere. That's not a fact. that That isn't a fact.
1: That's, that's just because he did that recording super early in the morning that day. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, Chris, how about this? How about this? Earn your stripes. Can you, off the top of your head, because I know you're an animal expert, mm-hmm. give us a fact about Brazil that's better than has a staggering amount of, of plant and animal
1: life. I could give you like a hundred facts, but one of my favorite ones is... In the in the Amazon River, okay, Chris, in the Brazil. sit down,
0: sit down. Okay, Chris is standing. He's waving his arms about. <laughs> Holy shit, he's
1: excited right now. I woke right up when you said that. No, but this is the coolest thing. In the Amazon River, there's these freshwater dolphins, and they're pink dolphins.
0: Oh, whoa, that's yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah.
1: Google it. It's bizarre. It's such a trip. And they go up through. They kind of live in that brackish water. If you don't know what brackish is, it's kind yep. of where the sea meets the uh, meets the freshwater. And they just like cruise up along the Amazon River uh, in the one of the Brazilian coasts, I think, yeah. The coast of uh i don't know some some of the other spot but yeah there's literally pink dolphins in brazil which is pretty freaking yeah. cool oh it's true holy shit great those for sushi look- too <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly those things look <laughs> yeah. terrifying there's this this one oh man this is they're they look horrifying actually i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i like saw kinda- i
1: saw an episode about them when i was on mushrooms, so they looked so majestic to me so that might make oh, sense yeah. i haven't really seen them since yeah that's, is- that's when chris became a man
2: of the people right there this moment he woke up he realized you know what am i doing man <laughs> wow this is uh uh dolphins out there i'm sitting here in my underwear eating doritos i gotta i gotta become a man i gotta become a man much like steve-o and pontius will be become men in this episode as we'll see later which i'm excited to talk about should we jump in or do you want to focus a couple more minutes on the uh the pink dolphins of the amazon no i just Uh, i
0: honestly i i didn't hear what what anyone said for the last minute and a half i I was staring at these pictures of fucking pink freckled dolphins they look terrifying eh? you just
2: became a man too they honestly uh... look
0: like sammy sosa right now after he reached his skin (laughs) like they look that's what they look like i i can't i can't unsee that
2: hey if you put if you put like a a trump hairpiece on one of those guys you think that would work i think it would i think it would uh, close to the same color
0: my pink skin is the best skin the greatest skin we're gonna make dolphins pink again Everyone get in line.
1: Mikey, why did I just love you so much all of a sudden? <laughs>
0: yeah, all of a sudden Chris is standing up again. He's waving his arms. Next
2: term, Trump is going to come out of the closet and that's going to be his thing. Make yeah, America exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. The one thing that'll get it's him back. Be, yeah. Yeah. He should be a trans He's a gay color. Like, I mean, he's I'm not, not actually president, that. but he identifies as president. I'm saying
1: that. What? <laughs> I
0: identify as the president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm surprised you no know, one made a pink, joke about that yet i just thought i gotta say now. though
2: like pink used to get such a bad rap back in the uh, the old naughties you guys remember that if like you wore pink you were yeah you, you, you know until people, people ironically were i always wore pink your
0: sexual preference chris chris always wore but, pink yeah he wore he showed up to his prom oh with a pink God. suit pink tinted glasses Thank you. pink diamond earring pink, pink cell cover on his case. phone it was ridiculous
2: but I gotta say, you gotta give props. I I mention wrestling every fucking episode now, so I might as well do it again. Brett the Hitman Hart, man, breaking down yeah, the stereotype. He's like, that's fuck true. that. There's nothing wrong with wearing pink, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking rock this shit. And to this day, <laughs> here in Cowtown, if you go to a, a WHL, you go see the Calgary Hitmen play. Those motherfuckers, they'll rock pink on their jersey. I love it. Afraid. I love it. Did
1: Cameron get inspired by Brett the Hitman Hart? Probably. Wow. Probably, yeah. That's yeah. groundbreaking. <laughs> Why not?
2: <laughs> listen guys we we got we got some places to go we got to hit the rainforest we got to get in there see what this motherfucker's is all about but i gotta ask you first because i had a thought here mikey you mentioned the narrator yep great narrator love this guy right after the narration the song picks up and we get mm-hmm. the classic wild boys theme song we've been doing a little bit of viva la bam before this if you haven't go check that out Yep, i recommend it between these two theme songs which one's getting stuck in your head more for the two of you? Which one are you, you humming after
1: Ooh, the, the show? Wild Boys for wild sure. Boys when for I, when sure. I hear that, like, yeah. and then it just rocks. Like, I, get, I literally get, like, goosebumps. I don't know. I, I love the show. It's a great little theme song. I I love this theme song, too. Way better than the Viva La Bam one. I I give the Viva La
2: Bam one a hard time, notoriously. I think, see, I agree. I think
0: the Viva La Bam one is almost like a joke. The reason I like the intro is because Bam Margera looks up at the screen and says, whatever the fuck I want, and then walks (laughs) off a building. (laughs) Just walks off. Uh, Opening theme song, by the way, The Age of Pamparius uh, by Turbo Negro. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Okay. A name I'm uncomfortable saying.
2: Wait, is it really? Yeah. For, For this show?
0: Yeah, yeah, for Wild Boys. Yeah,
2: did they not also do the "Viva La Bam" song? I'm pretty sure they did. Did didn't they?
0: they not? Yeah,
2: I just that's a, there's a fun fact. If I'm right, "Viva La Bam" is Daniel Lion-Eye, King of Rock and Roll. Yeah, but is he not in that band? Or am I just making shit up now?
0: Is Daniel Li- Lion-Eye? Yeah, that's a good
2: question. This is what we do now, by the way, folks. We're doing the research on the show. We've got our, our we've got our own. Uh, uh, no,
0: that Daniel Lioneyes is from him.
2: Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. never mind then. Let's go to the rainforest boys. <laughs> Let's go. We're going boating. Stick a feather in your cap. Why don't you? Let's hit the, uh, hit the old canoe. If you guys notice this canoe is half full of water, which I thought was hilarious. Yes. They seem to be having a hard time. Um, but they, you know, they do their little intro. They, 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 uh, speak to the camera. Let us know what we're doing here. Um, yeah, it was, it was good to see the boys out, out, uh, getting some exercise, yeah. you know, it's important. Um, but today our first segment, we're going to go and meet a Brazilian monkey spider. Now we get our very first, I believe, because the times are changing, guys. We mm-hmm. get an internet reference right here. Pontius says right. he looked it up. He looked it up, and these these fucking Brazilian monkey spiders, these they don't fuck around. They they eat birds for a living, guys. So
1: serious <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> what, what? are you laughing at, Chris?
1: Just <laughs> for a living. For a like, living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to live, but for a living. <laughs>
0: they every morning. The, the, alarm, the spider alarm goes off. They throw three of their legs over there to shut it down. They roll over in bed. They grab their little top hat. Four, they always have to have a
1: top hat. Four
0: briefcases yeah. that they carry with them. <laughs> they sit down. <laughs> their wife packs them a lunch. They kiss their kid. And they go, all right, it's time to eat some fucking birds. Does that mean that their webs are thick enough that it catches birds? Or do they just, like, fucking jump on birds from no, under the jump trees on them. like this is Avatar? Holy they shit. Jump, I hope they're jumping. Yeah, That's yeah, wild.
1: Yeah, they're, like, the better Jumping visual. spiders are pretty crazy.
2: Yep, and they're hairier than your scrotum. So uh, there's that as well. Steve-O, lay down, or I'm going to hate you, says
0: Chris (laughs) Pontius. Did he say hate or hit?
2: I don't know. I hope he said I'm going to hate you. If he said hate, that's actually
0: way funnier, yeah. uh,
2: Steve-O's response to having a spider crawling all over him is basically (laughs) that he's just saying, I don't like him, I hate him. Get him off! Um, so he, when he's Pony acting
0: is- like a kid at a circus when the clown comes up to him, and the clown doesn't realize he is. He's like, I don't like him. I hate yeah. him.
1: Get him away! He's oh, like yeah.
0: hugging, hugging his parents' like leg, and just burying his face into the back of his mom's knee. Yeah,
1: I thought that spiders like cute. Like, I actually like spiders, which is really bizarre. Because if you talk to anybody that's really scared of snakes, mm-hmm. they really don't mind spiders, and people that are really scared really? of spiders really don't mind snakes. There's like some weird switch in the brain that is probably some kind of psychological evolutionary explanation for it, but it's, like, very strange. It's, like, almost everybody that I've ever talked to that has one doesn't care about the other.
0: That's wild. I, yeah. I, I wonder why that is. I have a healthy fear of both.
1: No, okay. you're not really scared Again, of snakes. Again, Mikey, being neutral, I'm, trying I'm not scared. to upset yeah, anybody. Yeah. There, I, I'm I'm, you know?
0: I'm just going right in the middle. I've not seen you sn- walk <laughs> by a snake and,
1: like, not care. <laughs> I don't have That's a phobia. A fear of I don't, no, no,
0: I don't have a phobia of snakes. I don't like snakes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm talking yeah. about if you're like extremely on one side, like Coley's extremely No, no, no.
0: Of- I'm not. No, no. I know. I don't have a phobia. I'm saying I just have a healthy uh, aversion sure. to both of them. Not, a healthy I'm,
1: aversion to like making everything. coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah. At I, I, 11 o'clock. Yeah. You know, like I wake Mikey up. Doesn't,
2: yeah, <laughs> I wake he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't see a snake and think, oh, man, I kind of want to fuck that snake. You know, he, he not always, you know, he keeps his distance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wake up every morning thinking that today is the day my life is going to unfurl. That's that's the first thought I have in my head every morning. So you you know, yeah, that's the only time I've coffee.
1: ever heard that word other than that Eminem Superman song. Unfurl, <laughs> unfurl. <laughs> And literally, I've never heard anyone use it other than in that song. Speaking of Eminem, yeah, if you yeah. look in the
0: background of the production crew on on today's episode, every so often, everyone's dressed as like, they're dressed for the Amazon. They've got like, you know, the tank tops or the jungle hats or, or like the bucket hats, whatever. There's one guy dressed like... Uh, uh, Jonah Hill in the opening scene of 22 Jump Street or 21 <laughs> Jump Street, like dressed like Stan himself, like he's walking out of a new era <laughs> store or something like that, and, like just looks totally like white shirt, long, like short pants, a la John Cena. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a weird look. Keep an eye out, out for a weird him.
2: look. Um, You know, this uh, begins something that we're going to see a, a running joke In this episode, which I think is what makes one of the things that makes this episode great. Pontius will scoop up the spider at this (laughs) point. (laughs) And you think he's going to go back to Steve-O and fuck with him, right? Because he's he's being sneaky about it. He puts it on one of the camera guys, which turns out to be Trip Taylor. No, it's
0: not. It's not Trip Taylor. It's not. It's, he does. He does trip Taylor towards the end of the episode. Or this the is, is a guy okay. who doesn't so get. Who's this guy? He doesn't get a name card. So I had to do a bit of research on him. The best I could figure is that this was Mark Rackley, who often does main camera on Wild Boys, and because okay. he's always the one holding the camera right up in their face, I think that's him. I found some pictures of him online when he's a little bit older. It looks similar. Interestingly, yeah. Mark Rackley also did some underwater diving and got bit by a shark and almost died uh, during it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, this guy's got some bad luck with animals. They do not like like him, and we'll see that later. But I even wrote in my notes later on, give this guy a credit. He deserves a credit. He's like the main character in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pontius scoops it up puts it on him and this guy obviously he's on he's in the hating spiders camp because he loses his shit <laughs> he's, he's yelling like get it off of me get it off of me he, he brushes it off but then what happens here is a, an interesting phenomenon I don't know if you guys noticed this but he gets like the phantom crawlies here where the oh, spider's yeah. long gone yeah, but yeah he yeah, still yeah. feels like it's on him and it's <laughs> it it actually like radiates outwards that other people in the crew start freaking out even though that spider's nowhere near them did you notice that yeah
0: 100% you get the heebie-jeebies like and i already I, right now talking about it i feel like there's a spider on the back of my neck like you just get this like i mean it makes sense from an evolutionary perspective we are a thousand times larger than spiders we sh- we have no reason why we should fear something that small so innately we have to have an aversion to them it has to make our skin crawl there has to be like a visceral reaction so we know don't touch that thing because it could be poisonous otherwise we wouldn't be afraid of them at all and then we might get yeah. ourselves killed by getting bitten by one
2: yeah i thought that was funny just to see that like you said that reaction it's like just ingrained in us yeah um yeah super interesting but we move on and uh boys it's time to shock you like an electric eel chris <laughs> adland yep. here or oh. as i like to put it this is the scientist <laughs> chris thought
0: you were talking to him i got I excited because it's like funny that i thought about it with this that's the podcasting okay. equivalent of when you wave at someone, or you think someone's waving at you, so you wave at them, and they're just waving at someone behind <laughs> you. That's what Chris just did, and I uh, I loved every minute of it.
1: <laughs> well, you you delayed the Chris. You said Chris, and then I'm like, yeah, and you're like, da 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 da.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, how about this then? Uh, Chris Adland, he's the scientist here, and he's an electric eel expert, I guess. His name is almost, his last name is almost spelt Chris A-D-D-Land, and I was just thinking, hmm, <laughs> Chris? sounds like a guy I know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Hey, you know what? I think the reason we're here today, the reason we've gathered at the electric eel uh, tank facility if you want to call it that, uh, we're going to see what the fish have to say because it's about fucking time, guys. We gave these fish a voice, Gotta you know, a voice. about fucking time. They have a device. They can stick in the tank with the electric eels and they can convert the electricity into sound which is cool and almost immediately a pull my finger joke comes out because <laughs> you know if you haven't noticed these kind of sound like farts and uh, i just well, think as usual.
0: that's the that's the weirdest thing about these these things like you so they're test like through the electric currents of a fish it turns it into a sound right electricity is a vibration you can turn that at whatever i'm not a scientist i don't know the actual explanation of it but
1: the first uh, I do thing actually i do know okay. the okay
0: what, what is the explanation then I'll, I'll i'll think
1: so how they actually produce electricity is the nerve fibers join each electrolyte on one of its sides but not the other one so when there's actually a positive na plus flow to into the cell because it's not actually a closed circuit it's Mm -hmm. able to discharge the shock and this potential temporary gradient across the cell and discharge of electricity yeah and
0: staring at your phone (laughs) basically
1: (laughs) they are able to use this na plus charge to two open cells and just put it to one and then it could actually create this shock but it, it, cool. it, they actually lose their power each shock that they do, and it gets it like has like a yeah. half life. Like I like, would imagine, fifty percent to recharge a battery. So they if you take like the sixth it. one, it's like basically next to nothing. But
0: some of them, some of them rely on solar energy. But I think the most reliable <laughs> ones are coal energy. I think I think <laughs> the clean coal, the one that the electric heels are get their energy from clean Bring coal to. miners
1: back, man. Exactly, Guys, make I America think great what I again. Mean, hey, <laughs> 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 quick quick thing. Uh, so uh, I yeah. thought of two. Things that it we've seen electric eels with jackass a lot, yes. right? Yeah. There's two things, extremely gay and extremely worth it, that need mm-hmm. to be done. Well, at least one of them. Eel up the butt. It, no, but that oh. close, close. The, the, a lot of the times they want to test to see if the eel can transport through people. So they hold on, they do a chain of people to see if everybody gets shocked. Right. I want to see a docking, a docking version. Or tie <laughs> oh, the dicks together. <laughs> yeah, tie I mean, either,
0: the dicks together.
1: Either tie, tie the dicks together, together or a docking and then get some gay guys and just see if they're actually having butt sex if it actually goes through
0: so in in your for this experiment it would be a shocking orgasm it it,
1: it it has to be gay guys in your mind <laughs> the second your dick goes in a butt you're gay
0: oh is that unless true? it's a girl's butt i was gonna say what about a woman's butt yeah um um the no that just means you're gay for girls
1: <laughs> honestly <laughs> having, having a wife or girlfriend <laughs> is pretty much the gayest thing you could ever do yeah <laughs> It's just way less cool.
0: <laughs> is that true? Is that true?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'd
2: rather be just hanging out with a dude, you know. Hundred percent. You ever know, hear that Norm McDonald sketch that probably hasn't aged too well of him and Will Ferrell, the first two gay guys? Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it hurts so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Norm McDonald's got some good shit. Uh, no, but what I was going to say about the sounds—the sounds that the 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 electricity makes—the yeah. first one is like. beam then the next one's like boom and then the third one's like Beam. and you imagine that the next fish is like i'm gonna sing like a fucking ape. this is gonna be great and he puts it in it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like what is that why does that fish have to sound like literal shit you know do you, you think it's that? embarrassed em- embarrassed what's, of the sounds that it's making
1: maybe he's just like, like called the uh the yeah. down syndrome one
0: what are you talking about <laughs> you're are you trying to, to just say some shit today is that did 100%. you wake up yeah, I'm pissed 100%. off that you guys
1: got me up early, and I'm trying to make you guys feel fucking uncomfortable.
0: So you're taking it up on bet, marginalized uh, groups. Sure.
1: Nothing Yeah, new here. I'm actually trying like, to uplift <laughs> them by giving them their own voice, because I'm a man of the people. Oh, okay. Okay. okay I no. see. I see where you're going <laughs> with that one. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, I think the scientists probably named that electric eel, or nicknamed him Jay, but that's just me. Because <laughs> it know. sounds like, a little, sounds oh, like wow. shit. Um, shitting. Yes. Uh, can we talk about the next electric eel, though, guys? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah the 200 volt sucker. Steve was going to test it and see how it feels as soon as his arm goes in. And it's like a one finger touch. It's a light touch. He's just back out of there, like huge splash of water. He's running around yelling, ow, ow, ow. Like Clearly, you know, it doesn't take much to piss these things off. You don't have to go and like, you know, give them a good rub down. You just, you just poke them. They'll shock you. So, uh th- that's why this was just the preliminary test for the real deal here now they have a six foot long eel outside they head out there to the pond and basically what they're gonna do and i love ponius's line here he comes out and says is there a thing you had to do but didn't want to <laughs> i mean like isn't that everything on this fucking show basically this episode um, especially
1: there's a ton of oh, that yeah. yeah
2: so the 600 volt eel comes swimming up and the two guys Steve and Pontius are holding hands here, which I love because you know exactly what's going to happen. Pontius touches them and uh, they get the shock. They prance around. But what I love here is that the eel could smell the camera guy that we referenced earlier. And he goes back for some revenge. He's not done yet the camera guy gets it but it's it, this the great thing about this is it wasn't provoked it wasn't like <laughs> steve-o <laughs> or pontius making it happen he was just standing there filming and he he gets a big fucking nasty shock and and uh, the camera pans to him in, in the water they're just kind of like flailing around swearing and he I just fucking thought, drops his camera in the water
0: i mean I, it's waterproof yeah. so i'm sure it's not an issue but he's he just gives up mark rackley yeah uh but that guy, can't, guy. Get, can't catch a break uh, by the way, we should say, because they, they say this before they get stung, stung, I don't know, shocked, uh, is that if you put your finger in an electric outlet, that's around 150 volts. This is a 600 volt shock from this eel, which that's, that's crazy. Like that, that's way more than I would have thought that an electric eel can do. For some reason, I just thought that it was like, ah, you know what? You feel it, but it's not that bad. 600 volts. Right. And I know we've done this before on the podcast because We Man gets it a bunch and, and McGay, he gets it. Um, but yeah, that's that's more than I would have expected for sure.
2: Yep, and uh, we head away to a, a beautiful fact, sunrise. Mikey. It uh, is pretty yeah. shocking. <laughs> beautiful sunrise, boys, on a sandbar. And what's this? Two naked butts running out of the water over the sandbar and jumping over to the other side. Nice this little This made me realize we
0: we didn't get the the naked runaway uh, mm. in last week's episode. Oh, there's we did no, not. Oh,
1: there's, is there herds of animals in India? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, yeah, but there aren't even herds in this one. It's just them running over a yeah. sandbar and back into the water.
1: They're having too much fun yeah. with Corey
2: Shanker.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Should we start
2: a counter? Like, should should we be we be counting how many uh you know naked runs there are in the in the total series of?
0: I think of so. Wild
2: boys. Yeah. I don't know. What, I think we should also. I think yet. we
0: should because we've moved away from rankings. Can we start ranking the the naked runs out of ten? We mm-hmm. could. We could. Do I like that. the idea. Right, let's start today. This Fuck one. This go. one. Look. Real clean, close, clear shots of the butt. Yes, there were no animals, but I like the artistic appeal of coming out of the water and going back into it. We don't have to change perspective. They do for us. I'm actually gonna give this one a solid seven and a half out of ten.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, the 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 water. It's created like almost recreated one of my favorite genres is like oiled ass. Okay. So yeah, I'm I, I gonna give that a, a strong uh, seven and a, seven and a half out of ten as well.
0: Nice. There I, you had go. To, yeah. I had to
2: think for a second. when You said one of your favorite genres. Like, <laughs> is there a musical genre called Oiled <laughs> Ass that I haven't heard of? <laughs> I know. Oh, I just love that whole sloppiness Where
1: it's like this body slip and slide and shit. I know. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. Nice, nice.
2: Yeah. Whatever Oiled Ass sounds like musically, I'd like to know. <laughs> Somebody, please send us a clip. Um, we, we need to hold one of one. those
0: one of those electric meters up to it to see what it sounds like
1: it's yeah i've heard that noise before if you've ever like had <laughs> if you ever fucked a girl in the ass and then after it's like all lubricated up and then she does that little cum fart it's a really uh-huh. cool noise yeah it's
0: a cool noise <laughs> it's chris, like actually it. chris had that as his ringtone for a while
2: <laughs> oh yeah i hope so <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine just like waiting in line you're at the fucking blockbuster or something and just
1: well a lot of it will stay there for a while i just know like the rest of your day is going to be kind of miserable because you're slowly going to have cum leaking out of your ass and it just brings me joy in my sick sadistic mind what
0: that is fucked up yeah Yeah. gotta wear a pad gotta Gotta wear wear a pad
1: listen
2: i'm just gonna give this one a quick uh seven out of ten nothing wrong with it it was good it was a little too short but uh you know wet ass You, you get a bonus point for that for sure so i like it um like chris said amazon boys the amazon has the largest snake in the world but the problem with that is you can't get two day shipping because it's just too
0: big. It's it's too big. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised it took us this long to have an Amazon joke. Like when's Bezos gonna show up? Uh I, I was wondering when the first person would make that joke. Well
1: I'm glad you know, that it got uh, thunderous laughs and applause. <laughs> uh well, I didn't realize it was an Amazon joke for the first. I just was like, yeah, man, it sucks. And you're trying to order something and it you know, oh, take know, two right. days. <laughs> then all of a Especially sudden it Christmas dawned then. on me. So I just kind of like shut it. up because I was embarrassed. Dude, you right. know what the weirdest thing is? Right. Right. Anacondas are my least feared snake.
0: I get that. I understand that. Anacondas and like
1: that. pythons. The bigger the snake, ex- with exceptions of those like long, like if they're big and fat, cool. Because I feel like they're slower and they're True. less sneaky. The fucking Cobras, they could be 10 feet long, but they're skinny, fast little fuckers. Fuck them. Yeah, but like, yeah. I don't know. I don't mind anacondas or like if I have to hold a snake, I'd rather hold a big one than a, than a small one.
0: Mikey, you ever throw you. a
1: rubber snake on Chris? You know, we've a dollar we've, store, get a bucket. We
0: have done that in the past, uh, but we learned that it's it's not a joke anymore. Uh, yeah. And uh, and Chris will do. Here's the thing.
1: He did, tell, tell them what my warning the- was, what I said I would do to the next person that pranks me with a snake
0: if i recall correctly you would stand on their bed and piss on their face while they're sleeping <laughs> yeah exactly. i think we've had this conversation yeah yeah the thing is like you want to get in a prank war with someone who's willing to give it back to like plus or five percent of the intensity of the prank you give to them chris is just going to go nuclear the first time you mm-hmm. do something to him so i don't want to get in prank
1: wars it's with just him. not a good like i'll just go right to violence
0: yes that's it yeah 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 fun uh <laughs> this makes <laughs>
2: The snake will uh, not have its way with us without wearing the anacondom. Yes. That's why we're here. We're going to put a condom on a snake's head, which I just, I love the concept of this. It's probably not like nice from a fucking PETA standpoint or I don't fucking care though. It's funny. It's funny. It is a funny Uh, concept. Come on. So the snake's angry, like obviously it's trying to snap at him. Uh, What I noticed here though, is when Pontius bends down to hold the snake, like he's gotten really good at this. He's really good at
0: handling animals, man.
2: Yeah, he was kind of like, how do you remember? I can't remember where we saw the footage if it was early wild boys or maybe some jackass stuff when they were just starting to do this. And Pontius was asking the handler constantly, okay, like what's the right way to do this? He was, he was not confident. Now he just fucking bends down, grabs this thing by the neck and he's, he's good. He's making jokes the whole time it's clear I don't that know. he I was learning he that. was
0: learning when yeah. he was asking those questions it wasn't just like get me through to the next stunt he's he's gotten so comfortable around animals and i think it adds more legitimacy to the show like not to get too serious about it but like when you have someone like him who is clearly now passionate about the animals, but is also able to be silly, it gives it more legitimacy because it's like he respects them. He's able to handle yeah. them. He's able to calm his emotions and his nerves when he's around them so that the animals respect him, which I think is a huge element of nature shows. And right. and it's just nice to watch him because Steve-O is the opposite of that. steve is always going to go like 10 out of 10 fear level. Uh, So it's nice to see Pawnee is kind of handling them with a little bit more confidence.
2: Yeah, no, it's great, man. And, uh, putting the fucking condom on the snake though, (laughs) trying to like roll it down and everything. I just, it just, there's something about it that's just so stupid. It's like, of course, only these guys would do this, but it, it. I don't know. It's the perfect kind of thing for these two guys to be doing together. Like this is the perfect Steve-O and Pontius sketch. No one else could have pulled this off yeah. in the same way. Um, I love that they mentioned the TV censors forbid them from showing this any further and they have to put a stop to it. But we do, do get you guys a big think, Do you guys think here. that
0: was
1: true? Like, yeah. do you think that? Oh, I, I man, think I so, know. too.
0: I think they it became too sexual if they literally roll the co- the condom down.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't think do from, from think a sexual so. standpoint. I was thinking from like an animal. Oh, cruelty yeah. thing. Like what if the animal got away and you got that thing stuck on his head? Like you can't roll it down past a certain point or like it would almost be like a like could they breathe properly like a plastic bag on your head?
0: When I saw the concept of it, I was worried they were going to do that. And I was like, I don't really want to see that. Um, I know, Chris, you don't love snakes, but I also don't love the idea of going into their home and fucking with them. So I'm glad that they didn't go overboard and, and actually hurt the snake by rolling the condom down. You yeah, know, I don't think you probably. can,
2: right? That's probably why they made the joke. Yes. I don't think you can go that far, like you guys said. But um, yeah, just something about the silliness of this all. But I think what I love most out of anything here is that they understand how to take this sketch to another level and mm-hmm. just get a genuine laugh. And the reason I love this so much is this part specifically where steve puts the condom on his head. He yes. has the old Howie Mandel here and he inflates it <laughs> by covering his nose so now with an inflated condom on his head, they stand about, you know, <laughs> 10 feet apart. And Chris says, steve like charge me, give it to me in the butt. And he just runs headfirst into Pontius' <laughs> ass. The condom explodes, steve falls on his butt. And I just laughed so hard like it just came out of me naturally like i wasn't it was, even expecting it was really to laugh. good yeah usually just when funny you try to have visual. like
0: a balloon pop joke with a condom it doesn't break and then it unless unless it's steve-o trying to uh break it on on his head like with the condoms that he had in jackass 4.5 or whatever but usually it doesn't work because condoms are not supposed to break this one did and and i i definitely got a laugh out of it as well um yeah. what you know what really would have made this stunt for me though and i was kind of hoping it would happen the whole time i was holding out hope i didn't I didn't know for sure if we were gonna get it, but there was a part of me that thought we might. Was if the anaconda vomited up John Voight and it winked at the camera? That, <laughs> that would have been. I don't think I, there could have been a stunt better than that. If that's
1: what if that's what we got, dude. I remember watching that movie. I was so stoned, and I was like, <laughs> like you know when you're like super fucking high, like you're not just like I smoked a little joint. You're like gonzo high, and you like yeah. see someone, and you're like. I couldn't stop looking at John Voight. I'm like, where do I know him from? Like, like, but he had that stupid ass accent. I'm like, what the The fuck is this guy? Not quite Cajun accent, exactly. And you're so creepy down there. And you're just like, I just like spent the whole time like wondering about this guy's back character. And then he just got so evil, and it felt so dark and mysterious. Since then, like Anaconda is like one of my favorite movies ever. Even though I hate snakes, it is a great movie. Fucking, oh my God. I just, I gotta actually, I might watch that Ice today. Ice Cube, Jennifer Ice Lopez, Cube, yeah. John Floyd, what more it's do you in that want? Yeah, yeah,
0: I think she is, yeah, yeah.
1: I think you're right. Wow. John Floyd, holy fuck. He's, he's, uh, what's her face's dad, eh? Angelina Jolie's dad. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Estranged father. Estranged father.
2: <laughs> so, next up,
0: boys, we're headed to the Impa Reserve. and- uh, Owen Wilson, sorry. Owen Wilson is also in that movie.
1: Oh, oh no, yeah, shit. I remember that. He was like a Danny Trejo,
0: Eric Stoltz, holy fuck, that's a good cast.
1: Yeah. How did you get all those guys to sign on to Anaconda?
0: I think it was just like their agent called and they're like, look, there's a movie coming out. Yeah. John Voight gets eaten by a snake and winks at the camera. Are you in or are you out? And everyone's like, I'm fucking in 100%. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's off the tail of, uh, no pun intended, but of
2: the Godzilla 2000 Godzilla movie. No, no, this
0: Anaconda is 1997. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, no shit. Because it seems like those two go hand in hand almost. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Kind of corniness. Yeah, the monster kind of style movie. Um, But yeah, anyways, boys, we're headed to the Impa Reserve next, where they have giant river otters. And they're reintroducing these guys to the wild. So the only way to send them off, like a graduation ceremony, if you will, is to sing them a melody. Pontius has his guitar on hand here, and I will I wrote down the lyrics, so I'll just I'll just give it to you real quick if you wanna if you want to use this. We've got poachers. The way they kill those river otters, it's not kosher. <laughs> now the poachers are in jail. They say they're gonna give them the chair, strap them in and shave off all their hair, or maybe use Nair. <laughs> and then the guards will come in and have their way with their butts. Make them our sluts at it's, this point i was losing it That's always goes to sex fantastic. yeah
0: they it's so funny because this whole time steve O's looking at pontius and i noticed this because usually they're both in on the bit and steve O's looking at pontius like he knows this isn't going to make the episode and then at the end of the song steve like dude i th-, like out of character he's like dude maybe we should write the songs before we sing it and bonnie's like no no this is how it get gets the, the best done this is like such a a miss. Like, it's so bad that it ends up being good. Like, the yeah. whole time I'm watching, I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? But then the fact that Steve O <laughs> hates it and Pontius doubles down, it's like, it goes back into, okay, I'm, I'm back on board with this.
2: Yeah, dude. Great uh, lyrical um, improvise, improvisation there. And it almost reminded me of something like, you know, early 2000s Blink 182 would do <laughs> or something, like a joke song, you yes. know? Yes. Yeah. I loved it. It was good. Good on Pontius I for writing that
1: one.
0: Wanna fuck a pirate in the ass. Yeah, there you wanna go. Wanna fuck a pirate in the ass.
1: <laughs> Do you hear so, how pirates are gay? Uh like conspiracy theory? What? Yeah, I don't know. It's a long thing. Actually, Google it. It's very interesting. It makes me I, mad because like I don't know.
0: Pirates <laughs> like are theory. gay like what all the of them. Fuck like they, fuck were just, are you talk- they
1: were just they were just like butt sexing each other on the thing. The whole oh, time. probably. Probably well, you get bored out there. but Like that's yeah. what got them out yeah. there in the, fr- yeah, it's just, I don't
0: think that's what got, th- I don't think they said, I want to fuck dudes in the ass. So let's build a boat and do Dude, it, it. I don't little- make this international warriors really So we boat. don't get not a fucking, sh- are you, come on, Chris, you it's bad sex
2: that. guys. It's worth the scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. Not, Nothing not like cracking
2: an orange after, uh, you know, what did, what did Chris call that? A cum fart? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing like fart. cracking yeah. an orange over, yeah. a, over a cum fart. Uh, for, fuck uh first look this <laughs> is the look. definition
0: of the guy who reads the headline and doesn't do anything more and just takes it as fact chris is like if the article is on the internet there's some truth to it
1: no i do a lot of research that's why i know actually i'm not even gonna get into it
0: okay yeah
2: so our first look here at the Amazonian manatee, a uh, strictly vegetarian diet these guys have. So perhaps with this lettuce suit, we can, <laughs> we can change all that. And Mikey, I'm getting some real squid suit vibes here. I don't know about you. Dude, 100%. percent Great idea worried.
0: for this one. You know, Pawnee, or uh, 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 Steve-O just in a suit made of lettuce floating in the middle of a, a manatee reserve area and they're like chomping on him. kind of. It's yeah. like the manatee salad toss is the is the thing, but this is not funny it's it, like this is this is this is the one where i wrote down the ratio of hits and misses on wild boys as i think worse than any other like jackass or Viva of bam thing where like some of them are just really bad but it's tough because you're dealing with animals and you don't know how they're going to react but it's amazing how often that still ends up making it into the show and this would be one of them where i'm like yeah i don't know about that
1: mm, i have i the weirdest thing with manatees when i was a kid we were like in florida i think we we're on a boat i barely remember it but i remember there were signs all over, like, watch out for these things. And they, they it was, like, pictures of, like, sea cows, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, and they said they were, they're endangered, so, like, watch out for them, et etc. Et and never heard anything about them ever again in my life. And I was, like, ask people. I'm, like, what are those things that were out there? And, like, nobody seemed to have any recollection of what it was. So for, like, 18 years of my life, I thought these things were fucking... Like, I thought I made the whole thing oh. up in my head. So I have this, like, weird aura and, like, majesticness about these floating sea cows that just hang around that I thought were actually <laughs> mythological creatures that I made up in my mind and found out they were actually real. It's really weird. You know
0: what's, you know what's wild to me about these? They're vegetarian, so they just yeah. eat salads and whatever. I don't know. They, they order from fresh or or, or Are they whatever. ranch
1: or are they more like, uh you know, Definitely olive oil Caesar. I think I think
0: they're, oh, no, they're olive oil and vinegar. But how yeah. are they so fat? how how much how much lettuce are they eating it's all
2: the dressing man they're they're not really there (laughs) for the salad
0: (laughs) by the way if you're a vegetarian and you live in the amazon how are you going extinct you basically live in a giant salad it should be so easy for you to get food just bite any leaf like you're living in a salad doing the backstroke in your meal (laughs)
2: living in a salad that sounds like a like a like a punk band. That's like a vegan like EP, their debut EP. <laughs> yeah. Living yeah. in a salad. Or Bon Jovi's uh,
0: next attempts. Yeah. Oh, you know we're
1: halfway there.
2: <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I got to ask you guys though, cause to me, and trust me, I know, I know, uh, cows are the, you know, you have to be able to tip a cow for it to be a cow. Right. So if these are the cows of the sea, oh. how do you tip a manatee? Well, you I think can. they probably
1: have that toxic immobility, the same or to, uh, tonic immobility, the same things like sharks. Oh, when you right. flip them upside down, they just like, and they can't. They yeah. get paralyzed. That could right. be it.
0: That could be it. Okay,
1: fair. Let's just we'll go choose with to that. Believe that. Hopefully. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
2: We're all in agreement here. Uh, Steve O next with a stick bug crawling up his arm. He says, "Why do they call this a stick bug?" It was a good. It was a good dad joke. I don't know. Yeah. State the obvious. Get a quick laugh. Steve-O does some ballerina moves here to, you know, I can only assume it's a mating dance of the stick bugs, but (laughs) while this is all going on, we got Pontius here, sneaky Pontius again with a fucking spider, puts it on this poor camera guy again. Sorry, Mikey, you've said his name like four times. It's It's Mark Rackley. Mark Rackley. Rackley. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a running joke now. And I kind of, I'm curious to see if this will come up in
0: later episodes or if this was just like a rainforest thing they did for a while. I, I know that this is the kind of it's I mean, it's a pretty big jackass uh shtick where they play a, a continual prank on the cast behind the cameras. And I always love it. I always love being let behind the scenes of what's going on during filming. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why I loved Jackass Forever so must, much is because half of the stunts were kind of about pranking the staff on set. You know, it's like, OK, we have the stunt and sure, we'll get some good some good filming there. But we're also going to fuck with people and like break the fourth wall a little bit. And it seems like wild boys does that a lot. And I'm always, I'm always game for it.
2: Right. hundred percent. Um, so guys on the last episode, you might remember, we mentioned that, um, we, we posed the question, is there anybody out there that is wilder than the wild boys, Mm. perhaps in an indigenous tribe that we haven't identified yet. So I have a challenge. I think for the next season, let's keep our eyes peeled. And as we meet indigenous tribes, because I'm sure we'll meet at least a couple in the wild boys, let's see if we find one that we believe is wilder than the wild boys. I like that a lot. This Mm -hmm. first tribe, there's over 200 in the Amazon, by the
0: way, but this first one is the, I believe it's the, is it the Mimi? Is that, is that. I think Steve-O said Mimi, uh, Pontius said Maymay, and I'm going to go with Pontius's pronunciation on this. (laughs) So there we go. We're going to do a meet and greet with the may-may or the mimi, whatever you prefer. Um, they do this thing
2: there. Where they have this, it's a papunya fruit. Yeah. Uh, the women, they chew them up. They spit it out in the ground in a hole. They bury it, ferment it for a while. And then everybody drinks it and gets fucking wasted off oh, this stuff. Fuck. So Chris Pontius takes a drink, almost pukes it up. And I love his actions here. He like claws at the air like a panther for a minute. <laughs> and then he just goes, all right i'm cool like that that's what did it for him that calmed him down that helped it go down the pipe
0: lit on fire from the inside like Pontius usually keeps his cool pretty well but he fucking loses it when he drinks this stuff and i can't tell is it because it burns or is it because it's just fucking gross like you can't get the image out of your head of the fact that someone just chewed up this food spit it out and then buried it and (laughs) if you look closely as pontius is drinking He's also chewing, which to me is fucking disgusting because <laughs> it means there's like a pulp that's been in someone else's mouth and that's oh, what boy. he's ingesting, which is gross.
1: He just doesn't. And stop I don't chewing. think those people got toothbrushes.
0: I wouldn't Probably imagine not. that they do. You can see on, uh, 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 I don't know if it was Chief Moria or Wathanu, the medicine man. I think it was Wathanu who who was kind of there with them drinking and he has like, like you're right. Like the teeth are all kind of rotted away, and 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 that doesn't bode well for the taste of that stuff.
1: All right, I got a yeah. scenario for you two boys. Okay. All right, you're single. You know, me. You know? just like okay. let's get that out of the way. You know, you're in your your prime years. Okay. You're out visiting. You know, doing what guys do when we're young, visiting random tribes in the Amazon. Okay. And <laughs> the chief's daughter,
0: uh-huh. the smoke
1: show. She's actually uh-huh. a hot one. She's still got nice teeth. Like, let's say she's a rocket, right?
0: Okay. All
1: right. But you're out there. I am- know
0: Chris was going to bring up something about fucking the women in this. Yeah. Tribe? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> well, like they wouldn't be not like, hey, surprised. like
1: this is a thing. And like, you know, like they're like no commitment. You can stay and be a king of this thing. If you like it, if you don't leave, no problem, whatever it is, what it is. But they don't have a condom. So now you have the smoke show. Are you more scared to do that than to hook up with a regular like city girl, even though city girls have more of a chance to get things? But are you more scared that in the deep in the Amazon with all the other weird diseases and shit out there, you might get some seriously gnarly STD?
0: Um, no, because I think the scope of human to human STDs is relatively well understood. I don't think there's going to be a differentiation between the STDs from a tribe and in and, and, and the Amazon.
1: And don't you and just like person. it, though? Like it's like the gnarliest diseases down there.
0: The, so the Amazon in general, I think I would I would leave there feeling like I've been uh, uh, incurably diseased. Yes, I wouldn't really want to have sex with anything while I was there. Uh, um, but I also am like petrified of unprotected sex in general. So I don't think I don't think okay. I'd be taking that risk anyway. Well, I th- all I got
2: to say is I think you <laughs> I think, you know, if you're going to go down there, you got to pack a machete because you're going to have to hack through some real uh, rough bush to oh, get that's- to the target, if you know what <laughs> oh, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I do. That's another thing you got to consider, you know? That's true. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, Chris, I think the answer to your question is simple. Uh, if she's really a rocket, like you say, I mean, men do stupid shit like this all the time. Yeah. If you're in that situation, you're going to do it. Yeah. You're, you're not, you might think you're not going to do it, but, ha- you know, have a couple sips of the old uh, papunia juice. <laughs> the old papunia you're ju- done. <laughs> you're done. It's happening. <laughs> You'll be a king. You'll live there for the next five years to get eaten by an anaconda and digested. And then wink at
1: the camera. Yeah. Right from the papunya juice to the poon. Yeah. (laughs) The papunya.
0: There you go. So (laughs) do you guys, I wonder how much alcohol is actually in this. It ferments for about two and a half weeks. I wonder if it's like, because they seem to be saying that they're getting really drunk. And I don't know if that's just them playing it to the camera, but also you can see like when, when the, 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 the tribes people, are drinking it they're taking very little sips and they're also they seem to be getting a little loose so like is this like very
1: very potent i wonder i don't i it's not like they got an lcbo they could go hit up right it's not like they're drinking <laughs> booze very often you know if lcbo is booze, the local ontario yeah. liquor yeah.
0: store yeah. uh <laughs> uh you. the liquor control like, board the of the whole ontario. world's
1: watch oh, yeah. watch uh trailer park boys i know what the lc is uh you guys that's still got the got that nslc over- chris i know but lc okay. they'll yeah. put two and two together okay okay yeah
2: you guys still got that shit over there where it has to come out on a fucking conveyor belt and all the booze is behind a big fence? Mm. No. no, we don't have that. Never seen that.
0: I thought that was an Ontario thing.
2: No, no. no. Okay, maybe somewhere else. I don't know. I maybe heard the that beer was the store over there.
0: The beer store does that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Man, okay. people from the U.S. who don't realize how how uh, government controlled alcohol is in Canada. It feels like we're still kind of under prohibition in some ways. It's wild. Yeah, yeah you get most the states
1: for cheaper than you can get in Canada significantly like yeah more than half the price yeah yeah it's
2: a thing come to canada the alcohol is stronger apparently i don't know that's what, much more expensive like a, yeah that's a thing I, I remember there was a fucking uh 70s show you remember that show where they like went over the border to get canadian booze because it really? was supposed yeah. to be stronger and it was a whole fucking thing yeah God, um but yeah back to the tribe for a second um i want to talk about Basically, what's to come next? Because this is pretty gnarly, this next thing that they do. They're going to meet the chief of the village here. And um, (laughs) Jesus Christ, maybe this thing here, guys, I've actually seen this before. Um, This is a ceremony they do for boys becoming men. So Mm -hmm. they're probably like 12, maybe even younger than that. But they go meet the chief and they have this glove that's like a woven glove out of some sort of I don't know some sort of tree or something, but they put these ants—they're like fire, some sort of fire ant—in the glove. And the point here is that the boys have to stick their hand in this glove, and the chief will sing the ceremonial song. And the song—I don't know—it probably takes a couple minutes when the boys do this. But the objective here is to just keep your hand in this fucking glove. All these ants like sting you repeatedly over and over yeah. and over. And these things—you could see when the camera pokes in there—they're big, fat, fucking, I'm juicy pretty sure ants they're bullet, the big old stingers. They're,
1: yeah, bullet ants. Is that you said? I'm pretty sure bullet ants, I like gonna, they say, like the 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 sting of a bullet ant feels like you're getting shot. Hence the name. I Jesus. was I was going to ask because
0: so, they don't say which ants they were, but I I figured Chris would. would I, I know
1: when in, in they I've seen the ceremony done in other shows and in other like documentaries types things. I don't know if they were in a different place where they they definitely do a ceremony like this in some tribe with bullet ants. So I'm assuming it's the same the same one because how many people yeah. get this great fucking idea?
2: So this thing though, I, the first time I saw this was in this documentary. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was like these, these little kids doing this fucking thing and just crying and fucking trying their best to just keep their hands in here. And they can't move. Like the chief's not going to let them puss out and they're not going to puss out in front of all their friends. They want to be a man after all, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, when they pulled their hands out and I'm talking about the kids here, not Pawnees and steve it didn't even look like a hand anymore. Yeah. It looked like they had a fucking red swollen boulder with little like fucking... <laughs> like fingers poking out of it. And, and like, I, I get it that this is the cultural thing. This is what they fucking do to toughen them up and see if they can pass the rite of passage. But Jesus Christ, man, it's pretty fucking gnarly. They are not fucking around here.
0: It's crazy because I mean, you know, skipping a, a bit to the end of this stunt, uh, Pontius and, and steve end up in the hospital getting, getting shots yeah. to to help with the healing of this. But like, they clearly don't have that in, in the, the Maymay tribe. Maybe they have like some, some herbs and stuff they can use that, that, that'll help you out plant medicine. Um, but I, I wanted to see someone in the tribe do it to get a sense of like how long the ritual is supposed to last. Because like immediately, like that, this is what, what I found crazy. Immediately Pontius and Steve O are lose their mind. It's like it barely touches their hand and they're already, they're already screaming, which means the ants start biting immediately and they all go through the same reaction. They both go through the same reaction. They put their hands in. They're screaming in agony, like guttural screams, and then their eyes kind of roll back and they get a little calm and it looks like they're about to pass out. They both go <laughs> through that and then they come back yeah. to and they're they're able to handle it a little bit more. It's like the adrenaline's popped in and, and they they avoided fainting. But what I'm curious to see is how long this process is actually supposed to take versus how long they keep their hands in there. Do you think they did it less or more than what the tribes people typically do?
1: I don't think they oh, did man. it more. Yeah, I think they did it less. Yeah, I would imagine. Right. Right. I wouldn't say it was probably that much longer. You know what I mean? Like if you've seen what happened to their hands, it's not like they half-assed it. You know what I mean? So it's like I couldn't imagine much more of that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder, I wonder,
0: I, uh, 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 yeah, the look of them fainting, but I, man, Steve-o makes the point afterwards. He's like, I should have gone first and 100%. Oh yeah. The worst part about that would be the anticipation of seeing Pontius screaming. And I bet you there's an element of, of Steve-o like, oh, is he putting that on? Like, is that for the camera or is it real? And now your heart starts to race and you're wondering how bad it's going to be. It looks fucking creepy as hell. Yeah. Oh man.
2: Yeah. I would would not want to do this. I got to ask you guys, I, we don't like to get too philosophical or what have you on this podcast and go too deep into things but i do want to ask the question this is actually more of a serious question for (laughs) a change do you guys think rites of passage like this i don't know because we don't really have this in our culture anymore i guess do you think this is important do you think that there's value to doing something like this to say like a younger boy who's
1: you know hitting puberty or whatever do you think there's value there i genuinely think that the toughening up of what people like to call my most hated word, toxic masculinity, blah, blah, blah. I think it's actually a natural (laughs) thing that guys need to fucking go through to kind of, like, harden you. And some people say it's like this or this, but I think it generally builds character and strength in people. Like, hazing to a certain extent, as long as it's not, like, mentally malicious. I think it's got to be more of, like, a physical thing, like something along those lines where it's not, like, some kind of, like, putting someone down. It's more of a building somebody up through physical endurance and and putting themselves in a stressful situation and that's yeah i think think a lot of it
0: a lot of it depends on uh the potential for things going wrong and i think in the case of the bullet ants it's probably unlikely that you're going to have any I, i don't know this i'm just guessing but any side effects apart from pain and swelling so if that's the case and you're not at risk of dying then sure i can definitely see the value in this it's something that everyone goes through I think mentally and physically putting yourself through feats of exhaustion or pain uh, can have a benefit to it. I would say rather than one afternoon of having to put your hand in a bullet ant glove, go through six months of uh, exercise training every day for two hours. That should be the coming of age because that that's excruciating. You come out stronger, not just mentally, but physically you're in better shape and you've you've gone through this thing and you're actually healthier for it that to me would be a better yeah but quote-unquote coming of age thing. mikey
1: you might not ever had the the tenacity to do that that exercise and workout if you didn't have to go through the physical pain and me and my friends beating you up for fucking 10 years never mind six <laughs> months so yeah as that, was I'm my, saying, that was my self-defense it builds those callus, yeah. calluses right and now you want to get yeah. strong so you can't ever let someone do that to you again so my point is yeah. rested although that yeah, was a little fair. more no, mental I'd- torture <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry of, about the uh, mental side of things you know you get a little carried away <laughs> when you're a kid
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 revert to what i uh to what i said at the beginning i wake up every day thinking my life is about to unfurl uh <laughs> and i have to imagine some of that has something to do with how i was uh, <laughs> i was treated
2: yeah no i'm chris i'm with chris on this one actually i i agree i think Thanks, it's like kid. so important to have you have to have some sort of um like, it doesn't have to just be senseless violence or, or pain for the sake of pain. But like, I think the condition needs to be like, at some point, everybody should go through something in their lives where it's all on them to come out of this situation stronger yeah. and figure out how that's going to happen. And like, you can't just have everything handed to you. Cause then you don't fucking grow up and that can happen in so many different fucking ways, yeah. whether it's like yeah. you got your parents kicked you out of your house at 18 and said, you're on your own. Like, you know fucking survive on your own or whatever it is like there's a ton of shit that can happen to you but i think in some factor if you have that in your life and you learn to just cope with it you're you are way better off in your yep. life i think, think that's i think that's like how you so grow a little bit
0: um yeah, you know yeah. i the so. one thing i'll say is like hazing in general i think is pretty shit um, um especially because i think of what that does mentally but but apart from that no coming of age trials and tribulations yeah i think i think there's definitely a benefit to yeah.
2: it yeah look at us fucking wild boys demand right here that's, that's <laughs> wild just boys demand wow. fuck
0: yeah oh my god uh, did
1: so, you guys
0: notice at at the end because yeah. we mentioned that they go to get the shots they go to the emergency room and and then it cuts again to the to the next day and pontius is coming out of his uh out of his hotel room and he's still like his hand is swollen up larger than his face and all I wanted at this point was for Steve-O to come and give him a hand lick, just like he did the foot lick oh. when they were in India. Well, they that did a high five, which was almost even better. They did. That, was, oh, that was really funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing my ass off at that. So great. They knew it was going to suck, but they did it for the joke. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So <laughs> where the fuck were we? Um, I don't even remember. Let's see. Let's uh, we we can notes. move
0: to the woolly monkeys at this point.
2: Okay. Woolly monkeys. It is so. Yeah, there's over 50 primate species in the rainforest here. The woolly monkey is one of them. Chris Pontius wonders if they shave their fan danglers like <laughs> Pamela Anderson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these things are so fucking cute. These, I like these guys a lot. They're they're like yeah. those 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 uh, I can has cheeseburger cats from way back in the day. I love these guys.
2: So there's not much here. There's just a quick little segment to make fun of the monkeys, basically. And we're off to what I think is another A+. plus sketch here. This is the giant lily pads. And as Pontius tells us, the bullfrogs, they like to come out, sit on the lily pads, you know, get some sun, whatever they need to do. I knew immediately what they were going to do. So Pontius goes off camera and he reappears running at full speed. They're going to try to run across the lily pads, but you already know it's not going to work. And (laughs) it doesn't, right? Like first step, he's submerged in the water. And I love that he just starts fucking screaming. He's rolling around. And the reason he wants to come out is because he says, get me out. Creepy things.
0: But of <laughs> doesn't course, specify what? Because he doesn't know because you wouldn't know that. That to me, I would rather like that's like the idea of going in like swamp water in the Amazon. Oh, yeah. Um. Even if even if he's making a joke, like, he comes back on camera and he's got like a bullfrog mask on, which is really funny. And he's got like bullfrog flippers. Um. This is that's like peak wild boys to me, even though the stunt doesn't really go anywhere. Sometimes it's OK if they kind of just like fall face first and then just joke about how it didn't work that's all right with me and that's kind of what this one is and because of the the era of the the aura of it and the concept of pontius thinking he could run across lily pads i was like yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan of this one
1: i love it just like how earnest that reaction was like creepy things creepy things get me out of here, out of here. Yeah, you yeah. know it's like it was it was not putting on a joke it was just literally like him still trying to maintain his coolness but like clearly petrified of what's happening right now something touched him and he did not like yeah. it
0: well especially because yeah. pontius doesn't usually get the creepy Carly's, right that's you know? why it's so fascinating yeah no, yeah.
2: yeah there's something about that fear of the the dark and the unknown you know that just makes it so much worse it could you're be imagining it to
0: there. be way worse than the actual real thing yeah
2: yeah yeah it could be john voight down there <laughs> we know. Uh, so trip taylor here he finally gets a spider on him they're still doing the bit. I love this. They've extended it to other people. And like, honestly, I don't know about either of you guys. We kind of talked about phobias and stuff, but I think if any of us had the spider put on our back, we'd
1: probably freak out. A little oh, bit, yeah, right? I,
0: would, I wouldn't I love it. Nope, I, wouldn't I wouldn't love it at all. You're, fuck you, Chris. Yes, you
1: would. I have an ex- perfect example. I was mm-hmm. at, I was up in Muskoka. Obviously, it's not a big wolf spider, but legitimately, I look at my buddy, Pat, like we're having dinner at this, or having lunch at this golf course, and he's like, I see this look in his eyes of like pure fear. He's just like, like frozen. He's like, dude, you have the biggest spider I've ever seen on your shoulder. <laughs> I looked down, it was like a millimeter from my eyes, and it was like oh, yeah. the size of my whole shoulder. And I was oh, like, oh, didn't not bother. I, surprisingly, oh, I'm not making wow. this shit up. Like, if, if you tell me if I saw a snake from like a mile away or even on TV, I'd be like crying. But like, <laughs> spiders do not bother me. And I like the furry ones, I find them like cuter because they got hair. Like, it's like a dog.
0: Yeah. I, I, it's surprising, but I don't know. Maybe we'll have to run some tests. Maybe, maybe I'll see if I can get a reaction out of you. Oh, yeah, sure. There you go. Do you give me permission, Chris, if you're so confident to do this to you?
1: With a real Without spider? You... Sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. But then you're not going to try to get revenge on me.
1: No, it's not a snake. Like, don't put like okay. freaking sp- sp- spider in my bed. So I lift up the covers. But like, if you put one on my back, I'm not going to freak out.
0: Okay. All right. Good to know.
1: So boys.
2: I'll report back. <laughs> report back, please. Please, we need that. Uh, we, need, we need the update on the show. Boys, I got to ask you, though, what's your favorite kind of pit? Like a like a peach pit, a Brad pit, a pit bull. <laughs> maybe a snake pit. <laughs> a pit bull, right, Hanker?
1: God. A pit bull. Oh.
0: He's got Chris has his, his, uh our sister's uh, dog over there. Uh, ball pit. Ball pit's got to be. Ball pit. pit. Yeah, Anaconda ball pit. Maybe Michael your pit. pit. I know what my know. least favorite one is. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we're about pit. to get into it.
2: Yeah, the snake pit yeah. and uh, Indy would be shitting his pants right here. But steve he ain't no Indiana Jones. He wants to get the fuck in there right away. So uh, as we all know, if a snake is threatening you from a snake pit, the best thing you can do is throw your garter belt over him because he can't do anything now, right? Yeah. Um, and I love that the garter belt is literally like the thinnest piece of fabric you've ever seen. Um, thinner than the toilet paper you get in any gas station bathroom. <laughs> like half toilet paper. <laughs> Somehow the snake is able to break through and almost gets Steve-O the first time. Um, and he's, you know, he's not going to stop till he gets in there or so he thinks, but he does get bitten at, at a second attempt here, and and the first yeah, time, the like, first
0: time the snake lunges at him, my mouth literally dropped. Oh, it looked yeah. so it's violent. I my mouth was agape as I was watching this. I was like actually scared for steve-o uh,
1: Yeah, it's, it's aggressive, aggressive, man. It was a dick. It was a dick. L- literally. I don't think there's a bigger fear I have in the entire world than falling into a snake pit. So I'd rather be burned we, alive. Snake
0: pits. So snake pits. They exist. Can I we think. talk about the concept? So here's the thing imagine living somewhere where you could just go outside and dig a hole and the next day you have like pythons in it i (laughs) would move out of that place so quickly if i dig a hole in in my backyard i'll come back and there'll be like a tennis ball from a yard away like tennis balls always end up in yards and stuff like that that's all we're getting pythons not like all of a tennis ball ball and
1: what do the snakes beef do they just like they just like live on top of each other. It's so creepy, man. They're they're yeah, the is, weirdest fucking things in the world. Like I don't yeah. get them. Fucking devil, like spaghetti. The devil spaghetti. Devil spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> does that oh, mean the devil eats
0: the spaghetti, or he prepares it for you? He prepares to it you to out. fuck
1: up your goddamn dreams. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah.
0: Puts him in
2: a fucking hits in the middle is of the like, Amazon. You know, in a devil spaghetti. What's the what's the sauce
1: like in a devil? Blood, spaghetti. And venom. Ooh.
0: bloody venom that i mean that tracks
1: <laughs> depends do you want alioli or do you want tomato base? you know <laughs> so chris can't man, talk about
0: pasta without putting on an italian accent
1: <laughs> of course. <A> little <laughs> yeah, we... okay oh it man.
0: sounds
1: delicious especially in that accent. i love that prostitute from uh what
0: oh from white, white lotus. lotus chris is just chris oh. just lives in his head sometimes okay
1: <laughs> my <laughs> accent sounded almost like hers <laughs> And I just got, I went daydreaming. You were oh, eating
2: okay. spaghetti with a prostitute? I wouldn't have D- with I'd her. Put two and two together. <laughs> uh, man, so man yells at snake here because he got bitten. Um, but yeah, they, they figure out, what if we put the loincloth down there? Then the snake can latch on. We can pull it out, which works. It works. Yeah. And now that Stevo has the snake, he doesn't know what the fuck to do with him. He's just waving him around going, what do I do with this thing? Which it's perfect. Wild boys. This is like the formula. It's don't think too far ahead. You know, let's just cross that bridge when we get there. And they do, uh, he spits on the snake and then they leave. And that's pretty much the end of the episode right there.
0: It's, uh, this was a good way to end it. There was a little bit of danger, a little bit of pain. Steve-O got like rocked by that snake. He was bleeding immediately. Um, um, and, and it, it, it had Pontius kind of like egging him on a little bit, being kind of brave and Steve-O being hesitant. This was like the perfect concoction of a, of a wild boy sketch. I I really liked it. I know Chris, you're probably going to disagree because you don't want to deal with the snakes, but like in concept, it has all the ingredients you want for a successful sketch. No, it's,
1: I like, it's, it's, I love, I, I thought it was great. It put a lot of fear, in me, you know, like I, I watch some of these things to be kind of spooked out. You know what I mean? Like I still love my nature documentaries. I don't want to watch a whole snake episode, but like, the adrenaline spikes yeah. when you see the snake thing and it just like it that concept of a snake pit i've it's been a fear of mine my whole life so when i see that yeah. just the prospect of someone going into one is just like especially when one of the guys is such a dick from the beginning like that one snake was just freaking t- i'm like like <laughs> why like i would just say no i don't i just don't understand how anything in your mind frame would let you do that so it obviously is, yeah, like, it's true I, I like the end of the episode like i don't like seeing it but like i'd like seeing it it's like a horror movie you know like you want to close yeah, your eyes but you it. got your finger open a little bit your finger your finger open yeah like this you just like open the star one Wars finger thing. that's star trek star trek
0: live long and prosper
1: whatever nerd shit <laughs> 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 all
0: right boys we've made it
2: to that special time in the episode where jay didn't forget this fucking time hey go me mvp
1: lvp who you got
0: let's Who do it to start uh chris why don't you start us
1: off unless somebody else is ready
0: no no i want to put you on the spot because you always do this you never have one ready it's not like no, we because we recorded I, almost like, I think of it on the fly
1: because it gets more more fun that way but yeah but
0: you're not doing that that's the point
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like i like to like have okay. like 20 seconds to think about it but whatever now i'm oh, okay. too busy talking i'm trying to think i can't talk and think at the same time so i this mean this is when
0: you do your best work let's see let's see what happens
1: I'm not, it's not because I'm not creative right Pol- now. I'm, I'm going with Steve.
0: Pull a Oh, Steve. Okay, there you go.
1: I, if just the fear, the sheer fact of him going into that thing in the first place, we had a great puke scene with him trying to drink that that juice. I love how the indigenous like tribes always love Steve-O because he fully embraces. Like yes. we might see it, like you know, stupid people are like, oh, cultural appropriate. Da-da-da. It's like those people actually enjoy the fact that people are embracing their culture and taking them on. So I like that aspect of it. The, the it was just an all around great episode for him. Everything he was in was pretty goddamn good.
0: Yeah, yeah, he ran the gamut. I, I like that one, Jay. What about you?
2: Yeah, for an MVP. Sorry, I'm having a lot of fucking congestion over here. Ooh, <laughs> it's nasty. If, if someone want to look in my nose and figure out what's going on in there, I'd appreciate. Oh, it. Oh, we
0: can't, Jay, because you don't turn on your webcams, dude. You oh, want to hear the, you know, for the rip, right person? real
1: inter- interjection? The, literally, the grossest Please. thing I ever found out is an actual thing. I was at my buddy's place, and he has his like, little kid, like, a, like a year and a bit old, right? And the kid's sick, you know, because kids just get sick all the time. And he shows me this thing. He's like, you know what this is? It's like a fucking tube. And this tube, he's like, basically, you stick this tube into their nose, and you suck their boogers out. Because kids don't know how to get rid Ew.
0: of it.
1: What? How <laughs> was you up on the spot when, when he was telling me about this. I'm like, you're fucking, you're fucking with me. It's like, no, 100%. And then I look at his kid's nose, and it's just all green.
0: Oh, no, dude. Does it? Did he say, does it ever get in his mouth? I couldn't ask questions. I just had to
1: change the subject. But it, I, What would you do if it got in your mouth? Would you swallow it or spit it out, Chris? Well, I'm always just obviously a swallower. <laughs> Chris is literally covering his face
0: right now. Oh. Fucking hell. That's Anyways, disgusting. What, I
1: just thought of doing that for Jay.
0: Oh. So Jay, what's your MVP? Did we lose Jay? Is he is he dead? Oh, no Jay, Jay. <laughs> his, his he Jay muted his mic so he could blow his nose. I did, yeah.
2: And it was the great part about that is I had all that that fantastic story in the background to motivate me to clear my sinuses. <laughs> so it worked it worked really well, actually. Um I think for this one, guys, I'm gonna go with Chris Pontius. Chris nice. Pontius. It's it's easy, but he really sold the show for me on this one. He had he impressed me. He was able to wrangle the shit out of that snake right out of the gate. He had a ton of great jokes and one-liners. He was fun the whole time, laughing, smiling. He he introduced the fucking spider gag to us. Um, and just like even the little things that when Steve-O was having trouble in this episode, he was always there like cheerleading him and making things easier for Steve-O. So he was like the guy you wanted around on this trip to the Amazon rainforest. He's my guy.
0: I like that. I like that. Uh, I like, yeah, it's a very wild boys forward episode, uh, which, which I appreciate. Uh, you know, it's always good to see. It's like when Johnny Knoxville gets the MVP in a jackass episode, that's what, that's what you're there to see. So it's nice to see them, uh, performing well. I have to show some love to Mark Rackley, uh, who, is front and center you know that the main cameraman in, in this episode he got uh the spider thrown at him he got attacked by the electric eel um and gave us a good story because he's a cameraman who got a, a bit by a shark at one point so mark rackley you're going to be my mvp of this one someone's got to show you some love clearly because you didn't even get your own title card so uh, uh mark rackley there you go uh
1: my lvp is the anaconda from the anacondom because nobody likes to wear condoms and i feel bad for him having to put one on <laughs>
0: so he's the MVP the LVP because he had one applied to him and he didn't want it
1: only losers were condoms kids
0: okay well yeah. then I am call me a loser <laughs> so
1: he's the loser valuable player
0: loser valuable player uh Jay what about you
2: Howie Mandel fucking hypocrite man like He comes out here saying, oh, I'm a germaphobe. Now I'll fist bump you or elbow bump you, but I ain't going to shake your hand. And yet you got famous putting latex over your head and blowing it up and you're scared of germs. You know what I think? I think you're just a fucking germ narcissist, Howie Mandel. You like your own germs so much. You just can't have anyone else's germs on your body because that would just ruin the pristine environment you got there. Fucking Uh, asshole.
0: You know what? It does. And I, you know, a lot of people have said this, but it does seem like he is kind of just a guy who has that as part of his shtick in a way. Yeah. Like, like he seems, he seems like the, like he doesn't actually care about it that much, but
1: he do care now about it's when it's thing. convenient or a show.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like a little joke. He likes when people are like, Oh, did you hear? He won't shake people's hands. But by the way, if I were ever famous, I would love people to know that I don't shake hands because I don't want to shake everyone's hands. That, that's kind of,
1: I would love to. I'm a man of the people and that's why you're not.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course you would of course you would unless those people are from the amazon because of the quote unquote diseases you think they carry um my lvp is going to be uh scott limpus scott limpus is the safety consultant on on wild boys or at least for this episode because i can't imagine scott limpus had any say or control over the set when steve is standing over a snake pit and the snake is like lunging at him what what is the safety coordinator doing at that point to earn his paycheck or her paycheck just sitting there like yeah i don't know go in there and um i guess we'll see what happens like I don't, like at some point don't you have to like thank god he didn't but like you got to feel like the biggest cuck in the world if you're the safety consultant <laughs> on set of wild boys when they're facing down a fucking snake pit
2: oh yeah oh yeah cucks all the way cucks and, all the way uh, <laughs> Hey and uh speaking of that uh if you want <laughs> if speaking want to of reach that out, if all you cucks want to reach out at Jackass Pod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever you uh like to find us, please do. And uh let us know what you thought of of the Wild Boys season 2 episode 2. If you watched it along with us, what your thoughts are. And uh yeah, we'll be back next week with episode 3, of course, continuing this ride through the jungle. I wonder where we're going next. Any guesses, boys? Africa. Chris, what's your guess? Mikey probably looked at the fucking titles. No. Are we going to Africa?
1: You didn't? Did you or not?
0: I didn't. I didn't look at the titles. Okay,
1: so I'm going to say we are going to Argentina.
0: Oh. Nice.
2: Delaware, maybe? Delaware.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I I want one in Delaware. Didn't we get one from season one of like Florida or something? Well,
1: they did a lot of the lion filming shit in Florida. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which they later there admitted you to.
2: Well then, until next week when we see you from Delaware, bye. <laughs> I'm Jason Welwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. <laughs> bye, I'm
0: Chris late. Is looking down at his phone. Bye, I'm Mike. Well, I'm trying Aaronworth, to find out where we're going next week. Has been jackassed.
2: by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!